Her friends told her not to go in, but she insisted. They were already in the haunted house, so what was the point in going back? As she got closer to the door, they begged her to come back, but she wouldn't listen. She stretched forth her hands and opened the door. A bright light shone on all their eyes, and they woke up in their beds the next day with no memory of what had happened after Mary opened the master bedroom of the haunted house. They searched for Mary in her house, but her mom hadn't seen her either. Mary was never found until today. The street in front of the haunted house is still called Mary Street because she is believed to be haunting the street, begging and forcing people to join her in the haunted house. Thunder shook the room and lightning struck, making even me, the storyteller, almost pee my pants. We all formed a circle and hugged each other because at this point, we were more than scared. Chitty, is this really a true life story? Brenda asked, shaken. I'm just worried because I pass Mary Street in the haunted house all the time, but I've never heard the story. Do you think your mother was telling the truth? I laughed. Oh, of course she was. She was even friends with Mary, so she knew her personally. My friends looked like they'd just seen a ghost, making me laugh even harder. <laughs> you guys are just a bunch of wimps. I made this story up in less than two seconds. <sighs> I suspected that, Miranda said, breathing a sigh of relief. But that doesn't change the fact that nobody ventures close to the haunted house. Nobody! Not cops, not government officials, nobody. Now that is so freaking scary. Yeah, whatever. You guys should go to bed. I'm going to get a glass of milk. Please don't leave us, Kim shouted. I stared at her. What a wimp. Who should have been scared? A bunch of girls in a room? Or a little girl like me walking down my huge mansion all alone to get a glass of milk? Stupid girl. Brenda? Yeah? Walk with me. Sure. I was hosting the Waldorf annual girls sleepover. It happened only once a year in my mansion, and only a select few of the most popular, beautiful, rich, and lucky girls were chosen. Everyone worshipped the ground I walked on, so most of them would hurt themselves just to get me to acknowledge their presence. Imagine what they did to win a spot at the Waldorf annual girls sleepover. I was that high school student that every girl wanted to be, and every boy wanted to date. I was the wealthiest student in school with the most connections. I threw the best parties, wore the most expensive and latest clothes. And every hairstyle my stylist designed for me was a statement. A precedent for all girls to follow. My friends were the coolest. People you couldn't reach even if you gave up your life for them. And my cars? Don't even let me get started on that. My mansion was the mansion that other mansions could only dream of being. If you didn't know Ginny Waldorf, then you definitely didn't know Barkery High. But that was just my exterior. The half of me, like Rihanna sang, my other half was a scared little girl, begging for her mother's attention, and only Brenda, my best friend, knew this part of me. Every other person thought I had everything, and honestly, I almost did. My mom was hardly ever at home or in the country, and when she was, she was always too busy working on one project or the other. Of course, I appreciated her workaholism because I acknowledged that that was what made us so rich. 
But I just wish that sometimes she'd spare some time to spend with her only daughter and child. I did everything to gain my mother's attention. I read hard and aced all my subjects. I joined clubs and won competitions. As a matter of fact, I just excelled at everything I put my hands in. And although this made people fear, love, respect, and worship me more, it didn't seem to phase my mother. I won awards, but my mother never came to congratulate me. All she did was repost my stories on Instagram, saying how proud she was of all my achievements. But she never called or appreciated my hard work in person. When I saw that being the best child in the whole world wasn't working, I decided to become the opposite. I became the mean, rich, popular kid in school, but for some reason, this didn't stop the kids in school from worshipping me. If anything, they left me more because I was treating them with a stern hand and attitude. One of the ways I executed my meanness was through the Waldorf annual girls' sleepover. Something bad always happened to one of the girls who attended. They knew this, and they still struggled to be a part of it. Last two years, we forced Brenda to steal. We called the cops on her and left her to get arrested, but somehow convinced the cop that she owned the place and came back to my house with the stolen jacket. I couldn't believe it, so I appointed her as my best friend immediately. That girl was something, and it was better to keep her close. Last year, we tricked Fiona into using stolen test answers. She got busted and suspended. But guess what? She still attended the sleepover. I did your bidding. Now it's time for my pay. These girls were crazy, but I loved it. Since it was all to my benefit anyway. Who's the target tonight? Brenda asked excitedly. I had created a monster. Who do you think? Kim. Exactly. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? If you're thinking of a particular haunted house, then we should have come to this world as sisters. Brenda squealed. Dee! That's exactly what I was thinking. Whatever. She'd say the same thing even if that wasn't what she was thinking. Buttlickers. We poured a cup of milk for everyone, taking special care to highlight Kim's one. Then I went to the room tray in hand. Hey, girls. I decided to get you all glasses of milk, too. I shared them myself and gave Kim the special one I made for her. Now drink up. I'll be waking you guys up in a couple of hours for something exciting. Oh, I can't wait. How nice of you to offer us drinks, Ginny. You're so considerate. That's Virginia to you, Kim. I clarified. Huh? Only friends call me Ginny? And you, Kimberly Boats, have not earned the right to call me Ginny just yet. So it's still Virginia to you. Her smile went upside down. Okay, Virginia. They finished drinking and Brenda set the cups downstairs to be washed immediately. We fell asleep and I woke the girls up exactly two hours later. The only person who couldn't get up was Kim because Brenda and I had put sleeping pills in her milk. Okay, girls. So Kim is our victim tonight. You all got lucky. Now, let's get to work. The girls took a sigh of relief. Happy that they weren't the victims this year, as I gave them the instructions for the night. We snuck Kim into the master bedroom of the haunted house in Mary Street and locked her inside before abandoning her there and coming back home to play games, eat, and watch movies. The sleeping pill would wear off in around 30 minutes to an hour, and Kim would wake up. She'd have the most horrifying night of her life. 
when she encounters all the tricks, traps, mannequins, and illusions that I'd set up for her there. Only the strong at heart could survive me. The next day, Kim's mother called the police on me, but I just <laughs> laughed when they arrived. My personal assistant immediately reached out to my mom, and after getting a phone call from their boss, the cops started leaving. <laughs> it was just too funny. Even after hearing the terrible thing I'd done, my mother didn't bother calling me or warning me about my behavior. Honestly, I really wanted the cops to arrest me to get a little bit of attention from my mom. But with my mom's position, I knew that it couldn't happen. I started throwing crazy raves right in our mansion. They were usually so loud that half of the whole town could hear them. I skipped school and even tried getting arrested for vandalism. But the police quickly let me go once they saw my face. They were even scared and apologized for touching me in the first place. There was no way to reach my mom. My grades started dropping, and seeing how I'd been changing, our principal suggested that I start seeing a therapist. What could a therapist tell me that I didn't already know? Everything stemmed from my mom's refusal to acknowledge my presence. What else did I need to talk about? After pouring out my heart to my therapist at my first session, she asked me a question that really got me thinking. Why does your mom's attention have to be what determines how your life should go? This question kept ringing in my ears as I got into my limo and headed back home. I noticed something unusual when I arrived home. The houseworkers were running all around the house and someone was screaming at them. Wait, could mom be back? I went upstairs to our executive chambers and I was shocked at the realization. Mom? Honey! Mom! I ran up to her and gave her a tight hug. Did she finally come to see me? What are you doing at home, mom? Did you come to spend time with me? My mom laughed. <laughs> Don't be silly, honey. We spend time together all the time through video calls. Why would I need to travel all the way here just to see you? I felt disappointment wash through my body. The last time you video called me was two years ago. Well, why haven't you been calling me then? I have. But your personal assistant always tells me that you're unavailable. No, silly little Mr. Peter, don't mind him. He's always occupied with so much work that I think, most times, he just forgets to remind me to call back. So sorry about that, honey. And it's so good to see you after such a long time. She hugged me tight, but this time, I didn't hug back. Why are you here then? Guess what, honey? The mayor has extended a personal request for us to host the town's Halloween party right here in our mansion. I'm so honored, and guess what? I want you to organize the party yourself. Aren't you elated? Of course. I'm screaming for joy, I said dryly. I left my mom to her party planning and she didn't even seem to notice that I was gone. Hmm. A Halloween party i'm in charge of seems like a perfect opportunity to come up with an evil scheme and finally get my mom's attention at the very least my mom appreciated my exceptional party throwing skills and i was happy about that i accepted the job but with an ulterior motive it was time to pull off a grand scheme waldorf style i met a couple of friends and we planned the whole thing out carefully it was going to be mind-blowing. 
We hired toy guns that were filled with empty bullets, cars, masks, and some guys from our local gym that would make the best reality kidnapping movie in history. Let me see my mom ignore that. Yeah. Halloween finally came. Everything was in place and my mother did not suspect a thing. Why would she in the first place? It's not like she ever paid any attention. Cars had begun trooping in through our driveway and truly, our mansion was really a sight to behold. Especially in the evening radiance. I was a master party planner. Although my mom objected to it at first, I was able to convince her to wear the same outfit as me. I wanted her to easily be able to identify who is being kidnapped, since everyone had put on different costumes and it would be hard to tell who is who. I chose the infamous deli mask and the orange coverall with the event tagline, A Heist to Remember, written all over it. At the stroke of five, the party began, and what was mostly heard from the mouths of the guests was nothing but cheers and praises for the organizer of the party. My mom climbed on stage and gave an honorable speech, ending with praises for the best and most understanding daughter in the world. Ah, at this point, I started regretting my actions. Was this plan a good one? Maybe I should call it off. I ran to my friends, signaling them to end it, but at that very moment, my mom called me up to the stage so the crowd could behold her beautiful daughter. Caught up with all the attention. I forgot to make sure that my friends understood my signal. I looked at my watch and it was 9 p.m. when suddenly I got knocked out and woke up in a van. Guys! I called this heist off! And don't you think knocking me out was a little bit too much? I removed my mask and looked at the guys. I panicked when I realized they weren't my friends. And who the heck are you? You're not Kim. Why are you wearing Kim's costume? You wanted to kidnap Kim. Why? None of your business, stranger. They knocked me out again, and I woke up in front of my mansion to see people running out and gathering me. Oh my god, she's here! I found it hard to believe what was happening. Was I really kidnapped? My friends gathered me, confused. They got my signal and didn't go through with the plan, so they didn't understand what happened either. My mom ran to me with tears in her eyes, wailing loudly and vibrating visibly. Oh, my baby! I thought something terrible had befallen you, and the security guards that were beaten up by the kidnappers told us what happened. We tried everything and we couldn't locate you. I found it so hard to breathe. I'm never leaving your side again. Well, as you'd guess, my mom definitely left my side from time to time. But things got much better. After the incident, she changed her ways and started paying more attention to me, finally treating me like a daughter. That's all I ever wanted.